0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what podcast you're listening to and in what order you're listening to them, but you're probably hearing a lot of me this week, and I apologize. I'm Josh Hall with Offensive Points. We have Ombre Vendor, and Joe will be back next week to discuss the top 12 running backs uh, rankings of Dynasty. But at the moment, we're going to talk about some wide receivers and talk about why you should get them on your team in the offseason or just why they're the top 12 uh, fantasy receivers in general. So, Billy... Of course, here, as Joe likes to call them, our cohort. Um, you, you got anything, notes to, to, after looking at these, after reviewing all, all of our rankings?
1: I only knew mine going into this. and I just looked over both you and Joe's. Um, Joe really wanted to throw what we would call a monkey wrench into our entire ranking system. Um, these rankings are going to be off the wall, at least... I mean, I think the first like six are pretty normal, but then, well, no, no, uh, no, none of it's normal. Top five I would accept as normal. The after that, though, it's kind of a disaster. And yeah, I can't kind of wait to get into it now.
0: I'm looking forward to it. But uh, all right. Anyway, let's just kick it right on off with our number one wide receiver in Dynasty. And it's still Justin Jefferson, although I will say Billy, can you can you talk about why you put someone over Justin Jefferson? Is this recency bias? Is this the quarterback dilemma? What what do you got? What's your what's your beef against Justin Jefferson? Um I picked oh, Justin Jefferson sorry. as the number 1. Sorry. Never that, mind. Yeah. What beef do I have with Justin Jefferson, you ask? And Joe who's not here? It's the quarterback dilemma. My apologies. I read that completely backwards. I'm an idiot. Uh but anyway, no, yes, it's I don't know what's happening with this team next year. Kirk Cousins is more than likely gone. Um, I don't think Josh Dobbs is a long-term answer. We, I think we all agree with that and they're not going to really have a great draft pick. And so unless they trade away, they are going to end up with like a Derek Carr type quarterback and not saying Derek Carr will be there, but I just, I don't know what's going to happen. And I guess really the real test is going to be how Josh Dobbs finishes out the season with him. and uh, Maybe he finishes out phenomenally and Justin Jefferson doesn't miss a beat, but I do think that it does matter. And I'm not saying Kirk cousins is good, but I'm saying that if they hypothetically get a worst quarterback or a you know not a deep ball threat maybe justin jefferson takes a slight hit still had him at number two i couldn't put him too low um just looking forward
1: to justin jefferson having a fully healthy season in 2024 so well i I put him at number one because josh simply he's the best wide receiver in the league right now and you know honestly i was asking
0: apparently i was asking myself a question i was just reading backwards okay just fair enough this.
1: yeah he's he's the best wide receiver in the league and for that reason i think he's quarterback proof now, we kind of, I guess, need to actually see that happen in fruition to make that totally. But I think when Josh Dobbs comes back this week, and if you're listening offseason, whoever the next quarterback's going to be on this team, I don't think it's going to matter. I think whoever is out there, you're going to get the same Justin Jefferson, whether you're playing with, you know, Zach Wilson or you're playing with Patrick Mahomes. I think you're going to get the same guy, number one in the league
0: it's been a long time since we've had a wide receiver who has been quarterback proof, by the way, I think Deandre Hopkins might be the most recent example, but obviously 2023
1: is not the best example. Because, yeah. I was about to say you know, Devonte Adams too, until this season.
0: Yeah. Devonte Adams would also be in that conversation as well. So anyway, I'm going to list off the next three because I feel like there's a, a pretty good disparity here. Um, but we got AJ Brown at number two, which I think is going to surprise a lot of folks out there. Uh, Jamar chase at number three and CD lamb at number four. Um, <laughs> Just right off the top, I had AJ Brown over Justin Jefferson, and this isn't anything to do with Justin Jefferson's talent or ability, but it really truly comes down to quarterback play. AJ Brown. And you're an Eagles up. fan. And yeah, there's probably a little bit of bias uh, there, but I, I personally <laughs> think, and I'd put Tyree Kill at number one if we knew he was going to play a little bit longer, because AJ Brown and Tyree Kill, in my opinion, are the two number the number two number one and number two wide receivers in the league. But AJ Brown is going to have consistency. Uh, Devontae Smith is going to be locked up for at least another year. Uh, You got Dallas Goddard there. You got Jalen Hurts. This team is not changing next year uh, from 2023. So 2023 to 2024, AJ Brown's target share could only really go up uh, barring injury. So uh, you had him at number two. So there's not a whole argument here from you, but Joe did have him at number five under like the likes of chase lamb, Justin Jefferson, and our number five,
1: Amon Ross St. Brown. So I think Joe is doubling down on a take he had last offseason, Josh. He's not here to defend himself, so I might be wrong. But he was down on A.J. Brown last year because he thought this year, like last year was a fluke, he wasn't going to get better. Because me and you both said A.J. Brown hasn't even got to his ceiling yet. Like whatever he does next season is going to be better than what he did this season. And that's exactly what's happening. And for him to double down on the take of, well, he can't be good three years in a row – like that's what this feels like to me, and I kind of don't love it, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know who, who's out there is, is doubting AJ Brown at the moment, but um sure there was a couple Literally. bit, of a, bit <laughs> of a dip in the middle of the season. Um, but yeah, it's apparently Joe, um, if we're being completely honest.
1: So <laughs> it's unnecessary.
0: All right. Any anyone else uh, you want to touch on here? Jamar Chase E.D. Land. No, just uh,
1: like our our third place, Jamar Chase may be higher if we knew for factual sake that Joe Burrow was going to be healthy all season, it's getting kind of hard to rank Jamar chase high every year, knowing that like once the Joe Burrow bomb goes off, it's kind of like hit or miss for Jamar chase. And that kind of sucks. Like last week he did go off, but, and he's probably going to have pop games no matter who's the quarterback. But at the same time, you can't trust it. And that is kind of one of the main things fantasy football is just having your reliance and if you're making a dynasty trade for one of these guys you're giving up a lot of assets to grab them and reliability is kind of one of the best abilities at this point um when you're making a dynasty trade
0: yeah i think the issue was last year chase went down and missed a few games and then this year joe burrow goes down we need to see them two together fully healthy obviously that could affect anyone my issue with jamar chase was and is is what's going to be what's it going to be like in the future when he is the only wide receiver because t higgins is more than likely not coming back to cincinnati that is why i have him a little lower i mean i literally have him at three i just couldn't put him in in any higher obviously we we all have him at
1: three because i think we're covering we're, we're doing the cya thing we don't want to put him any lower because it's kind of foolish if he ends up getting 10 targets every game next season but if he doesn't we're also covering from, well, he's not one of the top two guys in the league. Like, I just think that's where we're at. Yeah.
0: And CD lamb, uh, this year's, uh, or really just the last two years, Amari Cooper, big blowout, big games and a couple, you know, mediocre stretches. Obviously the deck press got run towards the middle of the end of 2023 has been amazing, but, I have him, I think, lowest out of the three of us. I have him at number five, um, and there's there's no particular reason that I – I mean, the top five I think is pretty interchangeable, however which way you look at it. Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Chase Lamb, um, and then St. Brown. Um, I think I really had – and really came down to who's going to be four and who's going to be five, and I put Amon Monroe St. Brown because of his sheer consistency as the only wide receiver on the team. Uh CD Lamb does have a little bit of help. Um, but I personally think that Amon Ra St. Brown has just a little bit of an edge on him personally. I just obviously there you know has been down weeks when the Porta goes off. Uh, but Amon Ra St. Brown has proven that he can be a number one, which I think everyone was a little worried about going into
1: 2023. So so my my only because I ranked them flip flopped, I put CD at four, amonra at five. My problem with amon Ra is like. Without Jarrett Goff, I would love to see what it looks like 100%. Um, again, with C.D. Lamb, we've kind of not seen him work out when they had Cooper Rush in last season. Um, but I just think C.D. Lamb's like ceiling is Devontae Adams, and the only reason he's not higher is because he's just playing in a era where there's amazing wide receivers left and right. It's not necessarily that he's not as good as those guys. He's just, you know, if we're splitting hairs he's just slightly worse, but I mean, to Joe, he is the best wide receiver in the league and.
0: He has been number one. I understand
1: why, but I just, to me, there's just too much proof in the pudding for these other four, other three guys, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. My thing is, is I want to see what happens with, and maybe there is a little bit of discrepancy for Amon Ron. Maybe I could see why you put him over, uh, cd lamb which i i'm not i'm not upset about honestly i really had a difficult decision putting putting him in there um i didn't see your rankings i didn't see joe's because he texted him to us but i also looked at his and was like this is weird i don't understand what's happening here uh, <laughs> but uh no i raw i think the thing is is there's going to be another quarterback in here soon and maybe hendon hooker actually does get to learn and learn this thing and maybe uh-huh. they get the, their mobile quarterback and amon is not really the kind of guy who's like the deep ball threat so it's it, i think any quarterback can hit him cd lamb uh requires a bit of patience and you know uh experience or kind of chemistry between the quarterback and himself and if Dak is gone for whatever reason in the next few years cd lamb i think will take a hit or you know probably won't be on the team anymore in reality but all sure. right let's, let's get down to business number I was six gonna
1: say, this this is where things went to hell in our personal rankings the overall rankings still i think kind of shook out about how we wanted it to, uh-huh. but the personal rankings, number six. All right, no, 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 let's, let's just
0: let's just talk about our personal number sixes and see what happened here. So number six, I have Tyreek Hill, which I just can't rank him. I don't give a shit what happens. You could talk about Dynasty. I'm not talking about Dynasty startup. I'm not drafting him six overall, but this man is going to go for 2,000 yards in 2023, and he's probably going to do it again in 2024. And I don't care if that's his last season. I don't believe it is his last season, but if it is his last season, you're going to win a championship that year, and you're going to want him on your team. You know what I mean? He's not, it's not like he's old, old. All right. And then Billy, you got Garrett Wilson. I, I don't know yep. if you have a defense there.
1: We'll we'll get to Garrett Wilson. He's okay. next. Yeah, West, okay. so we'll get anyway, to fair stage. enough.
0: And then Joe throws in DJ Moore after putting AJ Brown at number five underneath Amon Ra Chase Jefferson Lamb, which once again, five in whatever way you want to put it, I feel like I think we're all on the same page here. But then you put DJ Moore at number six, who... I don't even have ranked. I added him in at 17
1: to make it better. You it, didn't have him this, ranked either. I added him at 16. This is one of the most blatant, like homeristic things I've ever seen. I'm sorry, Joe. And I know maybe he's going to listen to this. Maybe he's not. There is no shot that you think DJ Moore is the sixth best wide receiver in Dynasty right now. And if we we're doing a startup, I dare you, sir, to take him in the first two rounds of a draft because I know you won't. I know you won't just to prove a point you would, but I know you won't because you're going to see some of the guys that are going to be available and there's no way that you're going to pick him over any of the guys that we're going to talk about afterwards. I think honestly,
0: minus the one big game where he had what 50 fantasy points, basically at the 230 yards, three touchdowns. I'm sorry, but three touchdowns, the rest of the season, a thousand yards through 12 games, uh, a couple 20 points here and there. No other even thirty point games in a in a pretty heavy scoring league that we're in. I just I, I can't honestly say DJ Moore is that good. And honestly, the Bears are in shambles right now. We don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to even have Justin Fields? Is the next quarterback going to like DJ Moore? I just can't. And DJ Moore has been a thousand yard receiver. He's very Mike Evans like. I'm perfectly okay with him being that like consistent thousand yard receiver until he gets sixteen hundred yards, fifteen hundred yards. I'll put him in the top six. I'm sorry, Joe. I, I I'm done talking about it. He he ranks number.
1: Well, we're only talking about him now because he's not gonna. We're not probably gonna talk about him. He's
0: because... number twelve by default because of Joe's six. So technically, he shouldn't even have made the top twelve. But I'll give Joe that credit that he did lump him into the top twelve. And I feel like we need it's to stop.
1: Unbelievable. I, we're not. We're when we get to him, we're not even. We're just gonna skip right over. Him. We but just yeah, talked Tyrese... about him enough. Tyreek Hill is our number six wide receiver on the list. Moving on to number seven, who I ranked in the number six is Garrett Wilson. Um, Look, this is because they're going to upgrade the quarterback, and when they upgrade the quarterback again, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's whoever they bring in next, he is going to be a good receiver. He has shown flashes this year with whatever they've thrown out there to play uh, the position, and I think that... I said this going into the season. I thought his ceiling was the number one wide receiver. I think that with a quarterback, with a good, decent quarterback, he can be that guy. Um, it's just they haven't had any way of showing it because he's been playing with garbage.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I have him at number 10. Joe has him at number seven. So we're in the same ballpark. I I think I just have him a little lower because I think I just want to see it first. Um, I love me some Garrett Wilson, and I think he's going to be phenomenal. And honestly, what he's done with the absolute garbage of Zach Wilson has been actually pretty impressive. Uh, the the mid-stretch mid of the season, uh, I mean, really the entire season without Aaron Rodgers, and I, I, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not bad for what it is. I mean, you're seeing 13, 14 targets. Imagine that from a good quarterback who's a little more accurate, has more time to throw. Um, this, this guy's going to be really good. We knew it when we saw it last year and when we saw Aaron Rodgers come over. We knew that this was going to be a good thing to, for years to come. I want to see it first. I can't vault him. The reason I don't have him higher is because I couldn't vault him without seeing it officially. Uh, But I will say that this bottom half of the top 12 gets a little sketchy. Um, So, I mean, maybe he deserves the seventh spot after all. Um, And I have no qualms with it in general. Like, I just had him a little lower. Fair enough. And um, after that, we, we got a uh, we got some we get some San Francisco receivers in here, which I, I don't think at the beginning of the season. Sorry, just closing out some tabs here. We got a little bit too many wide receivers on the page. Uh, Brandon Ike, number eight. Uh, and we're all consistent on him being the number nine. So we were very in agreement. I think this is the only other ingredients that we had of than Jamar Chase all around. And I don't think there's any doubt in our mind that I is going to be great as weird his rookie season Uh, pissed off some coaches and didn't get that really start as he wanted to in his rookie year. Uh, I think I think it was the first six or seven games he just didn't play basically or, you know, got Mm -hmm. two or three snaps a game. Um, And then now coming through, I think this is going to be a long term. Him and Purdy obviously have something special. Debo, obviously, the underneath uh, gets a little bit of uh, action, you know, in, in the deeper game but Ayuk is the actual true main wide receiver on this team and this team's going to have to throw the ball over the years and kittle's also not going to be there for all the time so i think iuk no argument here at, at the eighth spot i don't think from anyone personally
1: yep no i no argument i think this is a perfect spot for Ayuk, and i think that <clears throat> those of you that went out and bought low on him in the offseason would feel really good about yourselves because i think you've got a starter for years to come now
0: Oh yeah. And then now this is the stretch where we start talking about a little bit of outlandish stuff and not from Joe. Um, so we get it. This one's for me.
1: Yeah. So number nine wide receiver on our list, just breaking into the top 10 is Puka Nakua. Yes. You heard that correctly. I believe that he's a top 10 asset. I have him at number seven. Look, he is the new Cooper cup and if, the, if Sean McVay sticks with the Rams, you know how he likes to use wide receivers. Puka Nakua has met the challenge each and every week. Cooper Cup is not going to be there forever. Um, and even with Cooper Cup this year, he's still been popping off. I'm sure he's won a ton of people leagues. He was a waiver wire warrior from the beginning of the season, or if you happen to take him in very deep leagues. Um, I, I have nothing left to say. This dude has done everything he's needed to prove this season. Um, with an old Stafford who you thought the breakfast club could never be broken. It's been broken. And I think from here on out, we're looking at a top 10 wide receiver.
0: Puka doesn't even eat breakfast and he makes it into the top 10. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, Number nine overall, uh, Billy had him at seven. Joe had him at 11. I actually had him at 15. Um, And that was truly because this team is going to be in shambles the next couple of years, which I also wouldn't have expected anyone to be good, even Cooper Cup this year on this team. But Puka, uh, without Cooper Cup the first few weeks, showed exactly what he should be and why he should be in lineups. If you've got him in Dynasty, you've got a real steal right here, because I do agree mm-hmm. that this is going to be good for, for years to come. I just want to see what happens with this team overall in the future. I, I feel like it's going to be a tough few rebuilding years for them. Um, I don't know if Stafford plays next season. I don't know what happens in 2024, but I do know that Puka, what he's done this year has been impressive, even if it slowed uh, in the later parts of the year and was a little bit less consistent. But uh, that's why I had him at at 15, which I might even look back and see it's a little low. But, um, and then these are the last two guys or one guy really that we all actually agree on and put in the top 15 and that's Jalen Waddle. And I don't think that anyone has any disagreements with him being in the top 15 uh, or top 10, 11, wherever he is. Um, it's been a little less consistent this year, personally. Um, obviously, Tyreek Kill has taken over this team, but as we know, Tyree Kill is not going to be here forever, uh, and it appears that Tua will be. I don't think Tua goes anywhere anytime soon, um, and Waddle has a great uh, working relationship with him. Um, sure, 2023 wasn't Jalen Waddle's best year, but I don't think it matters because I think in the future you're going to see better and better years from him, and the run game also, uh, you know, has gotten a little better this year as well. But I think Waddle for years to come doesn't quite make it to the top 10, or actually it does make it to the top 10, but doesn't make it to the top tier receivers.
1: But I think that second,
0: third tier is right where Jalen Waddle deserves to be. I actually well, had a higher than you
1: guys did. While I'm okay with him being at number 10, I had him at number 14. So did Joe. My reasoning is being that they're going to replace Tyreek Hill with somebody. And I think Jalen Waddle is just, he's going to be number 2 for his entire career to whoever the number 1 is and i don't love that for him and he's still going to be very useful but i don't i don't know if i can go much higher than 14 personally
0: i actually personally disagree i, I think this is actually the number 1 on the team and it's just it's Tyreek Hill happens to be on this team and there's no one that can top
1: well, it. but why is he not doing the same things that Tyreek Hill's doing already then like what what are they waiting for like because when he's he not already targets no,
0: well, he's only getting okay, 70, exactly. 70 like, targets. that's what I'm
1: saying. Like, Puga Nakua is on a team with Cooper Cup, they play at the same time. Nakua has games where he's popping off major and, and Cooper and, Cup's not, and like and, you can separate them. But Tyree Kill is having a potentially 2,000 yard season while Jalen Waddles just sitting in the back seat in, in the car seat.
0: Since Cooper Cup's gotten back, he's had two games over ten targets with Puka Nakua. I'm not, I'm not banking with Cooper Cup here. I'm assuming Puka's obviously the future, hundred uh, percent. But Waddle is also the future because with Tyree Killie still getting ten targets in certain games, uh, the run game is what happens. Is this game gets out of hand because Tyree Kill catches two flashy touchdowns? Defense does good. And then the running game runs the rest of the game out. I, I don't, I, I would don't,
1: love, I would love to see Waddle do one of those, that the big, like, huge it, Tyreek Hill plays. That would be nice if, to see. If one. Tyreek
0: Hill was out for any game whatsoever, I think Waddle just pops off. Waddle's out there. So,
1: okay. All right. Anyway,
0: well, we're getting a little, a little too argumentative. Last pod was yeah, so much yeah. better. I, I really appreciated that one. Um, <laughs> Now we're sitting here like a nitpicking me, and we got a guy who put uh you know I don't know DJ Moore at number six, and we're gonna get mad at Jalen Waddle at number eight. But all right, anyway, Devontae Smith number ten, uh mostly because of me, but I also do agree, and I think uh you don't maybe or at number eleven. My apologies. At all. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, but how are you not going to put Devontae Smith in the top fifteen wide receiver? Uh, when he is a top 15 receiver and why would we think it's going to stop anytime soon with once again, Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, still getting his workload and getting the touchdowns, which I think was the biggest issue with Devontae Smith. What we thought would be the issue is not getting the touchdowns, uh, but six through 12 games, seven last year, he's on pace to break everything he did last year, uh, except for maybe targets, but probably targets still. Um, so Devontae Smith at number 11, but honestly, there was not a lot of agreeance at all amongst the rest of uh, these rankings so
1: no i i mean i think he's down in like the 17 range personally which isn't bad but like that's where if i was to rank him he would be probably down there um just he's always going to be the number two it's going to take an injury which again an injury could happen and then you've got somebody who could potentially step in and be the number one right away but hard to bank on that
0: Might be a little bit of recency bias or, you know, team bias. Weird. Um, but I personally think that he's the only number two wide receiver that deserves to be in this top 15 list, which
1: he is. So. conversation. It, well, I mean, kind of Debo is coming up, but I think. You're right. Other oh, than that. Fair enough. Yeah, sorry.
0: Um, But yeah, that's an up and coming young quarterback who's paired with some people. But anyway, uh, just just rounding out uh, the top 15. I know we were going to do the 12, but DJ Moore hits top number 12, as we talked about. Uh, but 13, 14, 15, Stefan Diggs, Debo Samuel and Nico Collins. Uh, And two of those guys you had ranked pretty highly, 10 and 11 for Stefan Diggs and
1: Nico Collins. Go ahead and talk about those guys real quick. OK, well, Debo, I, I just. Kyle Shanahan really likes him. He's always going to get used in interesting ways, and as long as he's on the team, I'm good with him being um, up here in the rankings. This offense is always going to cook, um, and as long as they have McCaffrey, he's not really going to get those rushing yards, but it seems to be that they've found a way to use him anyway. Um, and then Nico Collins, look, he's attached to a top five quarterback. So naturally the number one wide receiver, I also had tank Dell ranked in the top 15 of my personal rankings. Cause I think they're both viable, but I think if you're attached to a top five quarterback, you got to have a wide receiver. That's going to get the bump up into the top 10. And that just happens to be Nico Collins, because I think they have the best connection. I think Nico Collins is going to get a new contract with his team. And I think this, the Stroud Collins Dell trio is going to be the next big thing in fantasy football, and I'm just getting in on the ground floor of it because I just I've loved Collins, but I've, he's never had an opportunity, and now he like,
0: does. I like how we see a little ombre vendor next to your name as well, next to Nico Collins's name there as well. Uh, yeah, you did have take Dell, and I, I think that's a little ballsy putting him at 13, but I, at the same time, man, this list gets a little weirder with older receivers. Um, Stefan Diggs, I think the only reason Joe and I ranked him a little lower at 10 or uh, 15 and 16 is just because of the age and the fallout with Josh Allen. I'm not saying Josh Allen props up Stefan Diggs. I personally think Stefan Diggs props up Josh Allen, but we have no idea of knowing where he's going to go next and how many years. I think he's now. going
1: to Kansas City, Josh. That's why I put it. Well, oh, that actually could fit. He's, he's going there just to piss off Josh Allen. I think he'll even take a potential pay cut just to go there just to take it to the bills. I think he's on a revenge tour. He just wants to go there to prove that he's better than this nastiness with the Bills. So that's I the only reason I haven't ranked that high because I think that's where he's headed.
0: I completely agree with you. Um, I, I have a bit, I'm a big fan of Stefan Diggs and he, what he has done in his career and he's done it with, I mean the best, the worst, the okayest quarterbacks out there. Um, he's going to continue to play for the next two to five years. But we just, I just personally didn't know where he was going to go, so I had him. A little, me and Joe probably, I assume, would have a, had the same thoughts there. Um, one person who did get snubbed by you personally was Chris Olave, uh, unranked. Me and Joe both had him at number twelve. Uh, we also had DK Metcalf at ten and fourteen, and you didn't have him ranked for uh, any particular reason other than bad quarterback play.
1: Uh, well, my other option that I, the person I put in there over them was Michael Pittman Jr. And I think just based on this year and based on how they want to use him, if he stays with the Colts, I hear you that he might not be good, but if he moves to another team, which is an all possibility, A, he's going to get a big bag, and B, he's going to be a target monster. Anthony Richardson's the wild card in all of this, but if Shane Steichen can get him kind of reined in a little bit, I think the Michael Pittman – renaissance will happen even potentially next season but with garner Minshew, he's just been killing it this season so i feel like if he can do it with Minshew, he can do it with a lot of other quarterbacks in the league so i think based on him staying with the colts potentially leaving and going to a different team either one i think he's a guy that is going to be good for years to come
0: my my biggest issue with Pittman was anthony richardson i did think about putting him in there he probably would have been slotted in at the 13 14th rank i think you got him a little higher at what 10 11. Uh, or 12, 12. Um, big fan of Pittman all around. I, I, I It's really funny hearing people talk shit on Pittman and he's been nothing but consistent. It's just kind of wild to say someone, you know, and he was a steal in drafts in 2023. I think that he ends was. next year. Uh, I think he finally gets the respect he deserves, uh, which is unfortunate for all of us. Uh, Michael Pittman truthers out there. Uh, I actually had a whole rant on Twitter about him and I don't do the Twitter so much. So pretty proud of myself, but um, no, I, it's really just Anthony Richardson. I don't trust him as a thrower and I'm not saying he's a bust by any means. I just think it's going to be more of a Lamar Jackson type thing where the good wide receivers that start on that team go to other teams. And yeah, it's just, it's coming down to who, who I see a lot of bad quarterback play this year. And I'm a little worried about that for even Michael Pittman, but uh, on to, on to um, DK, DK, Metcalf and Chris Olave. Uh, Olave, I we're one quarterback away. He's still doing it with Derek Carr and hopefully with James Winston. Um, I, I just personally think that if the saints decide to actually do something different than Carr in the future, which unfortunately we're probably locked in for a 2024 with Derek Carr, even with that, Chris Olave top 10 wide receiver, and just the sky's the limit for the guy, um, in the future. So DK Metcalf might be a little bit of a homer by Joe putting him at number 10. I have at 14, and that was truly because I think Seattle is in a win-now mode. Um, DK Metcalf's locked up for a couple years, and they have a roster that is just full of brimming with offensive talent. I think Lockett might get the boot next year. Uh, DK Metcalf and JSN, who Joe actually had at 13, which is interesting. But that's enough of wide receivers. Uh, Well, we'll actually, before before we
1: get – I just have a quick little game I want to play at the end of this. Um, and it's basically just those, these like top rookie wide receivers. I just kind of want to gauge your in, your interest of like, A, could they be there next year? B, they're kind of far away or C, they're not. There's no way they're ever going to be there. Okay. So number one would be JSN. Joe's not here, but like JSN for me and you, would you have them close, kind of far away or never going to get there?
0: Oh, I wouldn't even say close. I would say there next year. I think JSN okay. is a lock for a top 20 spot next year. I think Lockett is well, I, I think he's on his way out. He's dropped a lot of easy balls this year. Him and Gino just have looked off. You've seen JSN work his way kind of to more and more targets throughout the year. It was a slow start for him. Uh, but I personally think that it's going to be he's there 100%. I don't think he's going to be top 10 wide receiver right off the bat. He could be, though. I think there's a possibility of that.
1: OK, I think he's personally in the 30s, but I, I can appreciate you in saying that um, Jordan Addison.
0: Um, I would like to say there, but that's the same conversation of why I had AJ ranked above Jefferson. I just want to see what's going to happen with that team. That team's going to kind of go through a little of an overhaul. And I don't know with Jefferson, Hawkinson, Addison, it's going to be hard to get all of them fed. So I would say could be, you know, I'd say wide receiver. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I kind of I kind of have a similar feeling like it's going to it's always going to be like, is Justin Jefferson injured? Yes. Then he's going to be good. Is Justin Jefferson injured? No. We're kind of in that 30 range. All right. Two more. Uh, Quentin Johnston for the Chargers. Oh, man, it looks bad. I, I, I don't I don't love it. What were the options here for me to choose? Uh, never going to get there kind of far away or he's getting close.
0: Super far away. I don't want to say never going to get there cause it's one year. A lot of people go out and have bad years. Of the rookie year. Um, it's looked pretty, pretty bad. A lot of drops, a lot of unpretty plays. Um, I like to think that maybe this could be a coaching issue. Maybe this could be a Justin Herbert issue and not a Quentin Johnson issue, but he's raw. He's a rookie. Um, I think the first round draft pick looks a pretty silly at this point, seeing the other wide receivers that have been playing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think you're about the same. It's hard. And I'm not going to lie to you, Josh. If he's not like getting somewhere by next season, I, I think he might just be a bust. Okay. And then the last one I have is Zay flowers.
0: Oh yeah. I would say uh nearly there um, for him. Um, I think that he has proven that he can be the wide receiver one on that team. There was some consistency early in on the year. And I think we're going to get more of that. Um, I don't know what Odell's contract looks like for 2024, uh, but I don't think Bateman will be there in the future. Um, I'm not sure if he's locked up either, but Zay Flowers is clear number one. Even with Andrews playing, he was getting the targets and the share in the early in the season. And then he dropped off a cliff a little bit, but I think we're going to see a resurgence at the end of the year as well with him.
1: Um, he's a really good receiver and I think he's going to continue to be. I think so too. I think that you're going to, I think you're going to at least need to do a price check in the off season with whoever has him, just to see like, what would it take to get Zay Flowers? Just because I think next season, I think we're going to see him completely unleashed. I think this was just kind of a warm-up this this season.
0: Lamar is going to have to turn into a pocket passer eventually. I don't know when it's going to happen. Born. I thought it was this year with the wide receiver at weapons, but he still ran the ball pretty well. Actually, probably one of the better
1: of his careers. So um, I want to add sure. one more to this. Jalen Hyatt. Sure. I think he's pretty far away because they're sticking with Daniel Jones, yep. and I don't think that's ever going to make a uh, good offense for him.
0: I almost want to put him in never going to be there, and it's not his fault.
1: I think yeah. yeah. You'd have yeah. to imagine it, it would be a new team over back
0: soon. You have to imagine yeah. hopefully this year. I mean, the draft pick should be decent, but um, we'll we'll yeah. see in the off season.
1: Yeah. Rasheed Rice, too. He's kind of interesting for the Chiefs. I, I've, I've liked a lot, but it's tough to think that they're not going to bring somebody in, so it's hard to rank him. They're going to bring in a
0: superstar.
1: There's no way they don't. I do think he is a reliable two or three on a team. Like that is the one thing the Chiefs have kind of needed. Like they've needed that reliable next guy, and he would be a great next guy.
0: I think Juju Smith Schuster numbers 2022 uh numbers for him pretty consistently throughout his career. Maybe a little bit more touchdowns because he's a little more explosive. Um, but Rashid she writes? he should hit a thousand yards this year, and that's really mm-hmm. just kind of by default. Um well, maybe not. Maybe he won't hit it, but he'll he'll get close to a touchdown yards. wise. Yeah, the touchdowns are there Um, there. That, and that's what matters really for fantasy points. But I think it's just like, let's see what they do. If they go get Stephon Diggs, like you mentioned, that could be an issue. If they go get DeAndre Hopkins, I think he still has a little bit more of that speed and that flash that, you know, kind of draws away. But you're not throwing the ball downfield. Roshi Rice is having to make the plays himself. And that's the issue. They need someone to stretch
1: the field. True. Okay. Just got to get a little rookie talk in there at the end. There's a lot of rookie wide receivers. People are probably thinking about right now.
0: Oh yeah. And then Marvin Harrison probably slots right in here at the top 12, just before he even gets drafted.
1: It's hard not to think that he won't be here next year, but seeing we'll see the
0: again. bottom half of that top 12. I'm sitting there. I'm going to slot him in right above Waddle in between Puka and Waddle. Yeah. Just right
1: he now. profiles as an AJ green right away. And if everybody, if anybody on this remembers, a prime AJ green, like, Oh my God, I can't believe we're oh, yeah. going to get another one.
0: <laughs> All right. Well just check us out the next couple of weeks. If you, uh, or if you're watching this later, there's some other, there's some other stuff on the YouTube page and on the audio feed. Uh, we're going to do running backs and tight ends, which we're talking about. We're pretty excited about the tight ends, man. It's I'm be- excited. I'm actually excited it's changed a lot since uh what we we looked at even in the off season of 2023 and then years prior man it was like two guys and then nobody else but now we actually have some young up-and-comers and some guys who we didn't think would be here so i just
1: want to see between me and joe who puts kyle pitts higher that's what i want to see I want somebody's to, gonna do i'm I not know neither I of us are gonna know which one we're gonna but i just want to see who does it because like i'm thinking he's gonna be kind of low on my on my board but it's it's hard I'm not to, put, to see where actually goes. it might be
0: interesting i might end up putting him highest because you got that quarterback new quarterback coming in for atlanta, yeah, Assume so like we have to assume that kyle pitts could return to some sort of glory that we thought he was going to yeah. be but uh yeah no looking like a bust unfortunately for atlanta but not even really atlanta's not even pitts's fault it's atlanta's fault, not so. pitt's fault it's all atlanta's fault but
1: okay all right points. josh Get us out of
0: here. We should have put him in the wide receiver panel. But anyway, we're out of here. Go check out our other stuff. Go check out the IDP guys, and, and now formerly known as IDP guys, the IDP Plus channel. Uh, we got plenty of stuff out there. I'm on a couple channels with some other people. We're all going to do a little intermingling here and there, uh, but we're happy to be here and looking forward to the future. Good night.